0: Hello, and welcome to episode nine of Naturally Curious. My name is Clayton Law, and I have a very special guest today. Steffi C from the Hong Kong U19 lacrosse team who competed in the U19 2019 World Lacrosse in early August in uh, Trent Peterborough and Fleming College. That was the first time the U19 World Lacrosse competition for the Hong Kong team, and they finished 12th out of 22 teams. How are you today, Steffi?
1: I'm good. I'm very excited to join this podcast.
0: How did you feel about the uh, the result of Hong Kong team?
1: It's really surprising like we expected nothing coming into the tournament cuz it's like the first time we compete in such a high level of lacrosse and international level to be honest the whole team have never competed together before we entered the world cup like because some of our players like study overseas so they don't really have time to join our practices regularly so it's only until the training camp before the world cup that we got to play together and it's pretty amazing to see how we as a team, improved so much, like together throughout the tournament. We expected nothing. However, like we played, we won the first game, first ever World Cup game, and then, and coming into like we got, we won the game versus Czech Republic, and that's why we got advanced to the sixteen place playoff round. And then, it's pretty amazing to see this result.
0: Was that the first time you've, uh, you you uh, went to Canada? Like you've been ca- to Canada?
1: Uh, no, because, okay, so I'm actually born in Canada. Yeah, I'm born in Canada. I'm born in Vancouver. And I came back to Hong Kong like two, when I was two years old, because my like parents need to find a job in Hong Kong. So it's not the first time I, vis- uh, uh, I visited Canada, but it's definitely the first time I visited like um Toronto and Ontario and Peterborough. Yeah. Uh,
0: as a trend student, I must ask you, how,
1: how do you feel about trend? Oh, it's really amazing campus. Like, it's so pretty. The stadium, like, cause in Hong Kong you don't get to see such a big stadium or such a big campus. the The campus here in Hong Kong is pretty packed, and you don't usually have like that much of facilities. And it's pretty amazing to see um, how like well developed the university, the Trans University, is.
0: Okay, so let me just. Go back in the beginning, can you recall the first time you find sports exciting?
1: Recall the first time I found sports exciting mm-hmm. okay, so before I touch upon lacrosse, I'm actually a swimmer since young, and um, I started swimming like at the age of like six or five or f- forgot but like um, after a few years of training um, i got to compete in regional competitions and i probably that is the first time i found sports exciting because it's really cool to like compete against other elite players um, swimmers and also getting the feeling of finding finally um, recognize others are recognizing my efforts and the time proof that my hard work paid off and that's the time i found sports really exciting
0: so in the beginning i suppose Obviously, you were doing sports for fun. Mm-hmm. Around what age did you find you, uh, think that, oh, maybe I'm pretty good at this?
1: Probably after I entered high school, because um, to be honest, I entered high school using... Like part of the reason I entered my high school is because my swimming results, hmm. yeah. So it's common in Hong Kong, pe- um, like the traditional local high schools will find people who are good at sports so that they can achieve or maintain a high level of sports in the inter-school competitions. So that's why I got into my, um, high school, and then it started just naturally that I, like, compete in a much higher level since then.
0: What about lacrosse? How did you get into lacrosse?
1: Oh, um, as far as because Hong- uh, lacrosse is not really that developed in Hong Kong.
0: It's really not developed anywhere. Yeah, really. It's yeah, yeah. just not exactly a common sport. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then um, in Hong Kong, there's only like international schools or in HKU that you got to like touch upon lacrosse. Lacrosse is one of the three new balls in HKU. So the three new balls are hockey, softball, and lacrosse. So I chose lacrosse at that time because I entered my um, hall. So um, it's not compulsory, but a lot of senior students will ask you to join one of the new balls. And then I chose lacrosse because it looks cool and (laughs) it's pretty fast paced. So people just running around and I found it very cool. So I joined the whole team first and then the seniors like kind of teach us and then I got interested more and then I joined the university team after one semester in the hall. Because everyone started at a like same level in lacrosse, so started from zero when they entered university, and then you got to improve pretty quickly because everyone is don't really know how to play <laughs> yeah and then getting into university team and maybe because um me myself a bit is more athletic, and then I can kind of can pick up the sport really quick and then university team and then Kahe She's also a player in Kahei as the coach of the HKU women's lacrosse team at that time and then she kind of picked few potential players and then to join the pro higher performance program organized by the lacrosse association and then we got more intense trainings and got get to have more opportunities to like compete elsewhere
0: mm, i don't know is it for me it's not exactly very common that mm. a hall which is resident mm mm-hmm to not push but like really suggest you to Mm -hmm. pick one of the new sports so like were you were you disappointed that you didn't get to be oh well I I was I was hoping to continue swimming or something like that
1: Mm, oh that's not really the case because after like before near my public exam to get into university I kind of stopped swimming for preparing like for the exam, and then after the public exam, I feel like it's really hard for me to pick up swimming again at that higher level, so it's more like a leisure for me swimming is more like a leisure for me after the public exam, and I kind of want to find another pet pa- my my passion in another stuff, so I already planned to join some new sports in the university, and it happened to like there's a few sports for me to choose, so I didn't really get disappointed on not continuing, like, swimming.
0: Well, I actually knew that you got bored of... not bored, but, like, you didn't... you stopped swimming mm-hmm. for competitively, because mm-hmm. I read um one of the interview you gave mm-hmm. to the Hong Kong magazine, Sports Road. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that swimming for you slowly became like work. Mm-hmm. Has lacrosse started feeling like work for you yet?
1: Um, I don't think so, because... I only started I only played lacrosse for like two years now And just competed in Like one really high level competition And I think there's still a lot of A lot for me to discover and to learn And I don't really find it boring yet And also like lacrosse is more like um, Team sport Lacrosse Mm -hmm. is a team sport But swimming is like individual So it kind of gets boring easily And um, I don't Can't really find a in swimming anymore but in lacrosse because the team like the how to say the circle of lacrosse in Hong Kong is small so it's always that p- those people who play with like those teammates play with you with you, and it's really enjoyable to play with them and I don't really think that I um, consider lacrosse as like work and just really enjoy it.
0: Is that something that you worry about maybe like in the back of your head still thinking like oh what if lacrosse turns out the same way that? Swimming turns out for me. It's like oh, slowly mm. turn into a work. Is that something you worry about?
1: uh I thought about that because that's some what some of my teammates thought about as well. Like after the World Cup, um I think one of one or two of them just thought that it's too much for them. Because in the past year, it's really really intense training, and they thought that they should take a break or just take themselves out of lacrosse a bit because if they think that if they really continue they will get bored of the sports but um, I I worried uh, I, I did worry about this but I don't think it would be a like something that happens to me because I still find a lot of fun in lacrosse like I watch a lot of lacrosse videos and in my leisure time yeah
0: so it's it's a problem for the future but as for mm. now it's not exactly something you yeah, worry about yeah. So I actually want to talk a little bit about the World Cup tournament again. Mm-hmm. You guys got eliminated by the U.S. team, who eventually mm-hmm. became the the, the, the champion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that something that you you're dis? I I don't exactly know how the seating work. Mm-hmm. So were you uh, disappointed when you when you uh, when you knew that uh oh, we're playing against the U.S. team, or is that something like oh well it's 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 because it's actually more well. Uh, I guess there were there weren't any expectation in the mm. first place for you guys to do well at all because this, this is the first time. So is it be like, well, if we beat the U.S. team, it's really <laughs> it's really something. Uh, so were you disappointed or were you look at it and be like, oh, it's you know, no um, stress whatsoever, no yeah, pressure at all.
1: It's actually more no stress because we knew how good the U.S. team are and like we don't really thought like we don't really think we're comparable to them at all so coming into the US game we just are we are just really really excited and kind of like fangirling <laughs> over the yeah. US team and like we played our best like our goal is only to like mess up with the US team and make them make as much mistakes as possible and we don't really thought of like winning them so i think that game we really enjoyed as we give us give all out because there's really nothing to lose in that game and to be honest um um that game is actually that game was played on my birthday
0: oh really? yeah
1: and also one of my teammates birthday as well on that day and there's another girl huh. on the u.s team's birthday as well so it's huh. actually pretty cute because okay to like a lot of time the ball is on our defending, our defending side and sometimes I play, I play all like all three positions. And sometimes I got on the straight attacking side, which nothing to do because the ball is always on defending the side. And then the U.S. team girls will say, "Oh, happy birthday to <laughs> me!" <laughs> and that's really cute. So it's not like we got disappointed with the results because um, after our game, the U.S. played Wales, another really pretty good team in the tournament and then they lost by 26 to 0 and oh, we lost 25, 25 to 0 and we thought that oh we're pr- actually pretty good we're
0: comparable <laughs> with yeah. Wales yeah.
1: and yeah we're really actually happy about the result of course it's good if we could have scored one goal but we got some good attempts already and we won some draws and like make them make mistakes and pretty much achieved our goal already
0: it's hard to say from hindsight, but like let's say you guys didn't uh, match against uh the u s team How far do you think you can go to if like best case scenario you you get to play what you think is the worst team in the in uh, in the tournament how far do you think you can get
1: mm, I'm not sure 'cause um actually playing against the u s team like helped us a lot in like looking at the looking them playing and learn a lot from them. And also, because um, in that game, we also got a lot of rotations and like saved a bit of our own energy because it's already like day five or day six of the tournament. And then, which helped us play it even better in the coming games. I'm really not sure how we will perform because the seeding of the tournament is pretty weird. I don't know. If we played against the worst team. In the tournament, we might not be able to go so far.
0: Oh, okay. In the team, mm-hmm. not everybody spoke the same language, right? Mm. How was the communication like? Do you guys speak in uh, Cantonese sometimes and English sometimes, or?
1: Because um, both of our coaches, um, okay, so now three. Oh, we have three coaches. One head coach and two assistant coach and two of them only speak English. So mainly the communication inside the team is using English. But somehow like because we are a local Hong Kong team and um, some of our tactics we don't want to let the other team understand because mm-hmm. English is a, such a common language mm-hmm. and we will shout some uh, forms in Chinese uh-huh. which <laughs> we need to teach the one who don't speak English and including our coaches how to say it. For example, there's a form called "生日," meaning birthday in English, and um, it's pretty funny when we like teach them to say the word and. But however, I don't think communication is really a problem because everyone got so comfortable with talking in English already. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah.
0: So I guess that that's a that's a hidden upside of uh, lacrosse. It's like kind of you have to oh. learn a bit of English.
1: Yeah, because um, our coaches are from the US and uh, speaking English, and a lot of our players actually come like only speak English as well. So it's actually quite natural that we speak English in our team and got like maybe my English improved or maybe some of my teammates English improve. We don't know, but it's that there's no problem of us communicating.
0: Great. Has sports ever gotten in the way of school, or do you think it actually helps you with school?
1: Because mm, I'm not that kind of person who really like wish to have high academic results. I just think, oh, it's OK, I get into university, yeah. that's OK. And then when now I get into university, um, I just got so much free time. So I just maintain a balance between sports and academics, and it's fine. So I don't think sports ever like, gone into my way of school. Um, instead, it actually helped me a lot because sports in some way taught me like a lot of stuff like determination or how to persevere. So these kind of qualities I learned from sports actually helped me study better because the fact that I took up a lot of, like I spent a lot of time during doing sports in my high school and um, university helped me have better time management in balancing both of my studies and, school. Uh, studies and sports, yeah.
0: Uh, just out uh, of curious, is mm. is that uh, are you studying something in school that's related to sports?
1: Oh no, I study journalism and psychology in university.
0: So do you have a plan to to, to go into sports for possible future career, or are you trying, mm. or are you hoping to be like a, some sort of sports journalist or uh. sports, uh, you know, in team psychologist you know, that kind of thing?
1: yeah, I do consider like sports as one of my future career op- options because I'm a sports person. I'm a sports person and I really enjoy like being in the community of sports. So sports journalist is definitely something I consider as my future career or like sports PR or sports like psychology is probably more hard because if if I need to become a sports psychologist, there's much more work or study I need to like it's more academic and intensive yeah yeah. Yeah. and so yeah sports I actually touch on a touch upon on like few sports journalists like interns already so I found it quite interesting like reporting some big events like soccer sevens in Hong Kong and that's pretty interested me and I think I probably will like go on this field
0: as well as we know, lacrosse isn't exactly a very popular mm. sports, so let's say I'm trying to like I'm someone who's thinking about going into a sports or following a sports. Mm-hmm. Can you pitch me an idea and can you pitch me like the reason why I should choose lacrosse to some as something i should should like look into
1: mm. okay, so for lacrosse um it's just like fast and for guys especially it's a contact sports so you get to hit people legally <laughs> like really fight on the field legally so it's pretty uh, attractive to guys because you you get to like um fight on this field and it's really cool because for me i think the most attractive point for lacrosse is how like creative you could be on the field because there's no only way to score a goal and the field is so big and the goal is also so big so you get to like
0: the pardon me the goal is big oh, like, the, the, like the like the um the net like yeah it's not huh. as
1: big as like soccer but there's still a lot of space for you to shoot on so um you get to fake the goalie you can fake the goalie in a lot of um. you can fake the goalie in a lot of ways and shoot low shoot high and that's really cool to see some tricks, tricks shots or different creative ideas in like shooting a goal or like winning a game yeah
0: because uh the only i'm not exactly mm-hmm. like a sporty person mm-hmm. and really the only sports that i follow is formula one mm. and the reason is because formula one is Half the time is about the car, mm. the engineering mm. part, which is the, the the which is the thing that I'm interested about. Mm-hmm. So when I look at sports from outside, uh, mm. I'm really like I'm less about like the uh, the 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 tactical stuff. I'm less about the um, the 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 the, synerg- uh, the tactical stuff, but more about like the the trivia, the the interesting stuff about mm. uh, the 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 really like niche things about sports. And when I look at hockey, ice hockey, you know the goal is for me when i look at it mm. it's really small yeah, it's like it's really small. the goalie can just guard yeah, the entire yeah. thing and i i often be like well why don't you just have two people stand in front of the goal <laughs> goal and just be like oh then you can block up the entire goal mm-hmm. so like when i look at lacrosse it doesn't look that big oh
1: yeah so
0: i never get a, i never got a chance to ask anyone who plays hockey and be like well is it hard to score but like uh the the goal in 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 lacrosse don't feel much bigger either. So, it I just it just kind of for me kind of a surprise when uh-huh. I, when I hear you say, uh, "Oh yeah, lacrosse got a big goal."
1: It's not a big goal, but there's like certain, like if you walk really near to the goal, it's pretty. There's a lot of space that you can like shoot on the net. I would say, and. It's different from ice hockey because... Okay, so uh, lacrosse, there's outdoor lacrosse, field lacrosse, and indoor lacrosse. So indoor lacrosse, the goal is really small, I would say. It's the same as I, ice hockey. But for outdoor lacrosse, um, the goal... It's not big, but I don't know how to say. It,
0: it, yeah, it, it has like about three people side by side. If you. S- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not... Nearly.
0: Mm, which is from an outsider who doesn't play mm. sports seems pretty ah, small that, yeah, yeah yeah. i mean it's probably gonna take me like three weeks of training just i don't know three months of training just to catch the ball with uh with a stick mm-hmm. was, uh, uh, some of the sports stuff really seems incredible for me especially like when uh, for example when i saw uh when I watch a little bit of ice hockey. It always uh, amazes me that player can skate backward. Oh yeah, It's just like yeah, how yeah. can yeah. people do that? It, 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 it's 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 amazing. So like I also find it. It's like whoa, how can you? Because I guess is once you got comfortable with the stick, it's just an extension yeah, of your yeah. arm, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, but still, the uh, the part the part of me still be like, oh, that's 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 really impressive just to oh, catch a yeah. ball with a stick, not let alone other stuff about the sports
1: that's also an interesting point about lacrosse because even now i played in like higher level of lacrosse i still find a lot of stuff really impressive like people do really good plays and suddenly the ball just went into the goal and that's really impressive and also um and on the field you can't really recognize who is who actually Mm. for especially for men's lacrosse you wear the gears and it's actually pretty cool to look at i would say um yeah
0: so for outdoor lacrosse
1: mm-hmm.
0: the size of the field is the same as a soccer field right
1: uh a bit smaller yeah uh,
0: but but not much smaller yeah, yeah, right yeah yeah so uh, like when i see um result from a soccer game let's say i don't know manchester united versus chelsea mm-hmm. it's like 1-0 and that's like an exciting game One zero one 1-0 is exciting but when I look at like the result of lacrosse, mm. it's like 10 to 9, uh, 11 to 6, like that. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It obviously, it's not as, as insane as uh, basketball where you can go up to yeah, three digit. Yeah. Why is it like that?
1: Oh, because I think the main reason is like you can pass very, like pass a long distance and... So it's a lot of times, even though like the goals are like on both sides, and even though the ball is on one side, like in three pass and catches, it can cross the field. So it's pretty like, and also um, the speed of like throwing a lacrosse ball is really quick. So it doesn't really require a lot of time to pass the ball up the field.
0: So is stealing a really tricky thing, like because because um, uh, again like. Taking back mm-hmm. uh, for basketball ex- as an example, I will be looking at some somebody who's like, oh, he got three steals, and I was like, whoa, three steals in a hundred and fifty points game. Whoa, good job, like that. <laughs> so, is it really like a like stealing? Is it really like a um, a, a, a challenge in lacrosse?
1: Mm, I would say because the stick is like the stick can just fit in the ball, so it's not really that easy to steal. The ball, as it, the speed of the ball is also very quick. So maybe in one game, there's like two or three intercept intercepts. We would ca- we call it intercept because you intercept the ball yeah. and like stop them from passing and catching. But it's not really that easy to do it. Yeah.
0: So like, so uh, um, this really comes down to the lack of preparation I have. Uh, I, I did for 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 this interview, which is. My fault, but um, I didn't get to see any of the games for the uh, uh for the uh, professional ones, like mm. the professional lacrosse team. I'm like like the uh the, the ones that get paid to play lacrosse. Mm. Uh, is the scoreline as tight as um, is the scoreline as like the margin is as small as because 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 the um. Really what i see in the in the result for you uh for that uh, the u nineteen tournament mm. was it's either like twenty five zero or twenty six zero or like eleven nine ten nine is that co- is that a common thing or is it uh, oh uh, no is is it just like uh, the uh, amateur thing like the u uh, nineteen or u twenty one thing or mm. is it like that in a professional scene as well
1: in professional level the usually the score is really tight it's one or two goals difference only Because I think the for a reason behind the big difference of like the U nineteen World Cup results is like like a lot of teams are really not that developed in lacrosse and can barely like maybe it's their first time entering. A such a high level of competition like us and for others like US, like uh, US, Canada, maybe Australia they're really well developed and people started playing lacrosse at a very young age like I've talked to like some of the US players like they started playing like 4 or 5 years old which us for Hong Kongers usually starts like 16 or 17 and there's a huge difference between our like um, player age something like that and then so the like the the difference in skills level is really huge however in professional levels they are all really good players already so they played a lot of lacrosse already so it's not that like the goal difference won't be that severe yeah
0: is there is there a professional hong kong team
1: Mm, there's a hong kong rap team which um competes in like world's world like the world cup like the other adults world cup and also uh asia pacific tournaments but that is not really a professional team because like all of like i think most of the players and the rap team has their own work Mm -hmm. like they all don't only play for lacrosse yeah yeah and they don't get paid going into these trips
0: so obviously i'm not trying to say lacrosse is not inclusive but like mm-hmm. maybe that's a stereotype that i see it's like oh lacrosse is kind of like golf only rich people get to play go- uh, golf or like only rich people play lacrosse mm. is that any merit into saying like oh you you, you have to be somewhat uh, well off to actually get a chance to play mm. lacrosse like for example anybody can play soccer you can you can squeeze some paper together and then mm. uh, bam that's a ball you can play foot uh, you can play soccer uh is that is there any merit into saying like oh you have to be somewhat well off to play mm, lacrosse
1: i think it's uh, it's not 100% wrong because um for lacrosse you need some kind of equipments to play you need the lacrosse ball you need the lacrosse stick, which is like certain that you need to pay a certain amount of money to get the equipments so however like in the in past few years, I would say it's pretty exclusive because only like international student international um school students or like h k u players can have the chance to learn lacrosse or those who study overseas. However, like I think these few years the HKLA has promoted lacrosse like widely in Hong Kong. They organise different like classes and with a very low price, for example like four hundred dollars, Hong Kong dollars for a whole course across summer. So it's not only huh. yeah, so it's extended widely in Hong Kong. It's not only um like people, prestigious people who can play now
0: obviously during tournament period during trainings mm-hmm. you have some sort of special diet what kind of diet were you on during uh during the tournament period
1: so for the tor- during tournament the it's not be, uh, it's not a diet cuz we are still like youth athletes we don't really need to control our di- diet a lot but there's mainly like no deep fried food uh, like high carbs and high protein and we also drink um proteins we also drink protein 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 shake shake regularly just to like help us recover quickly
0: uh do you have a sports hero
1: sports hero um mm, not really actually
0: (laughs) huh that, that that's weird when i did this did this podcast with other people like for example i've interviewed a philosophy professor before and i asked her who's your favorite philosopher? And she's like, you gotta let me... You, you have... You, you, you're making me pick? Like that? So, mm. like, you, you don't have any sports... Well, I do you have do some, you have any like... anyone you look up to?
1: Oh, yeah. I do have some, like, sports player that I look up to. For example, like, Marie McCool or Taylor Cummings from the US team playing lacrosse. But I don't consider them as, like, heroes because I just, like, admire their skills and their, their attitude in playing lacrosse. And mm. for, like swimming maybe um not really uh <laughs> yeah i don't really can recall because a lot of players like michael phelps maybe but he's all, all already not a, like yeah he's old school yeah now, right?
0: yeah. so uh the hong kong, hong kong sports institute they uh obviously they sponsor some mm. they sponsor uh different sports and the uh the cycling there, w- there was a cyclist who won some mm. won a medal mm-hmm. i can recall properly who won a medal in 2016 or 2012 was it 2016 anyway uh she won a medal and mm. that was a that was a a, a a cycling stadium mm-hmm. built basically just for, not just for her but like for the reason because like she won mm. so they wanted to try to make uh they try to make uh, a cy- cycling even a bigger thing mm-hmm. just like um in 20, 2004 or something uh, uh they uh, hong kong team won in ping pong so mm. ping pong was very popular during mm. that time so now that uh now that the hong kong U- u19 lacrosse team like got a, a decent result obviously nothing like olympic mm. since lacrosse is not even in the olympic mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um do you have any hopes to, uh, is there is there high hope in the in the lacrosse community that the hong kong uh hong kong sports institute can have some sort of fundings?
1: Cause I think for Hong Kong Sports Institute, it's pretty much result based. They I I think they only consider like worldwide sports, and the lacro- lacrosse is not really like really developed popularly in Hong Kong and I don't think Sports Institute would support us even if we got any decent results, but we do hope that like in the future there can be like a field only for lacrosse because a lot of times in Hong Kong now we only use like hockey fields or like sports soccer fields for trainings and it's really like quite a disadvantage for us, cause lacrosse um for our games there are a lot of lines, specific lines, and for the game. And if we don't have that line, th- those lines it's pretty hard for our training. And if in the future, like someone, I don't know, the government can like sponsor us and give us a field or a, like stadium only for lacrosse, and we will be really grateful for that.
0: Yeah. Lacrosse is not like it's of it's un- it's uncommon, mm. but it's not like. It's not like I, I heard they're considering putting breakdance into Olympic and that's and that's for me sounds like <laughs> out not outrageous but like <laughs> whoa whoa mm. breakdance in the Olympic but mm. it, it it does sound to me it's very weird that lacrosse yeah. is hasn't not, been, considered yeah, yet. been considered to be uh put in Olympic but uh, uh put, put in the Olympian games
1: mm. Cause I, I think lacrosse, like, um, we are actually pushing lacrosse to be in the Olympics in the, like, in 10 years, I would say, because, like, um, proposal has been made for, for lacrosse to get into um, the Olympics and a lot of rule amendments, and we are actually trying out the Olympic rules to see if it works and can be, like, Proposed to the Olympic community, I think the biggest difficulty or challenge for lacrosse to be in the Olympics is because the differences between men's and women's lacrosse is too big. Like for lacrosse, men and woman, men is Men's lacrosse is a contact sport, while women lacrosse isn't, and it's some sometimes very hard for outsiders to understand the difference and understand the rules in um, lacrosse. So. If we are able to like make the rules more easier and more the game more um, enjoyable to watch, I think that it is not impossible for us to make lacrosse into the Olympics.
0: So since you since earlier you said um, mm. the Hong Kong Sports Institute hardly mm. have any funding for lacrosse, was um, uh, did you have to uh, did you have to pay out of your pocket to go to Canada um, this time?
1: Not really. Um, in the past, um, players will need to pay their own fee and like to like join overseas tournament. But luckily, we have a like a player's parents who are pretty supportive in the for the whole Hong Kong Lacrosse Association, and he like subsidized us a lot. So we only have to pay a really small amount of money for us to go to overseas tournament now
0: because when i was uh, when i was doing research i saw like there were teams like some of the some of the, oh, the even yeah. less developed teams like jamaica yeah, that they, and they have, yeah like they had go me website mm. saying hoping, which is like kind of sad really because mm. cause it's it's not a joke like you get to play in a world cup it doesn't mm. matter is it like a and and it's not like a weird sport where literally like five people in the uh, in in the world has played it, but like lacrosse is a real sport, and it's kind of sad uh, to see some team has to uh, has to have like GoFundMe pages mm. just to have just to just to be able to afford the ticket. And I also see like lots of uh, Instagram posts mm-hmm. have the hashtag Grow the Sports. Mm. Is that like a is that like a somehow Globally, people just oh yeah start doing hashtag grow the sports, or is that just have or just haven't? Uh, have I not seen enough to see that there, like like is that, is that was was that just something that people ca- uh, pick up on, or or somebody's like yeah well, let's all use this the same hashtag
1: grow the sports. I'm not sure how it is like in other countries, cause but in Hong Kong, it's definitely a mindset the all um lacrosse player holds because we really want to promote the sports across the continent or like at least more in this city and it's uh, it's okay because it's not about the money or the funding we got because fortunately we have somebody who are willing to subsidize us and so money is not really the problem we're facing now but then like sometimes we cannot really hold like we don't really get competition uh, opportunities in hong kong without like asking people from other countries to come and it's hard to organize only a league inside hong kong and if we can grow the sports and promote it and start the players earlier to play lacrosse i think this is something we want to do and in order to like make the sports make lacrosse like um, better in Hong Kong
0: so like you mentioned earlier you used to swim mm. and let me, let me let me just jump off and say like, let's say like Formula 1 driver even though they don't run they don't mm-hmm. do any of those they still they still work out regularly mm. Because workout improves their reaction and all that, even though all they do is sit in a car and race. That's why they're all physically really fit. So obviously swimming is like that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm guessing the same goes for uh, lacrosse.
1: Yeah, our season starts in like October and then ends, and sometimes it ends early depends on like what program you join and what competition there are. But it's really important for us to keep like athletic because we need to run a lot on the field and if you just lost it's you can't just like stand there and pass the ball to someone else if you (laughs) lost breath so Uh you have to run and run fast and running fast is really an advantage for us yeah
0: as opposed with swimming which is correct me if i'm wrong like that's a lot like muscle mass that kind Mm. of thing is it so is it is lacrosse like more like the other side where it's like muscle is less of an importance but more like your uh stamina your speed and your Mm. uh, is, is that true
1: muscle for me um i don't think it's that important of course we have to be strong so that we can run faster maybe or like shoot harder but then it's all about the skills and like how well we can control our stick mainly because um even if you're not that fast or you cannot like yeah even if you're not that fast if you have the skill to like dodge over people dodge people you can still like score a goal
0: what do you mean by dodge over people is like do you like kinda like uh kinda like a motorbike in a in the traffic you dodge around cars. So, so like do you dodge around people, is it yeah? Yeah
1: Because, yeah. um I don't know how to describe it. 'Cause like so for um like in Lacrosse there's a uh, women's lacrosse there are three positions, uh, four positions actually, the goalie, defenser, um, midfield and attacker. So for defenser and attacker you don't really have to run that much. Like the skills is more important of how you communicate with people, and your skills of like getting past dodging is actually getting past your defender so and get in front of mm. the goal, yeah okay so those skills are more important than your muscles, I would say
0: so uh what are you up to right now? Any plans for lacrosse, other sports or mm. other stuff whatsoever
1: so um I'm in year three now and coming um in the coming few months, there's like interhall lacrosse in my university, so that's like the first thing I would like to focus on. And then in semester two, I'm gonna go to, um, University of North Carolina, that's for exciting. exchange. Yeah. yeah, and that's actually a pretty cool experience I look forward to, cause, um, the University of North Carolina is famous for lacrosse as well, and I hope to see some like really good players there. And like, really good players and really good lacrosse there. And other than that, it is also a very good university of like journalism. So I'm like hoping to get something I cannot get in HKU.
0: So that does it for this episode, Steffi. Thank you for joining me today. And you can find the show notes for this episode at www.anchor.fm slash naturally hyphen curious. And until next episode, stay curious.